Section thirty two of A Book of American Explorers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Dion Gines, Salt Lake City, Utah. A Book of American Explorers by Thomas Wentworth Higginson. Book Six, Part Four de soto discovers the mississippi the next day when the governor expected the kakake there came many indians with their bows and arrows with a purpose to set upon the christians the governor had commanded all the horsemen to be armed and on horseback and in a readiness when the indians saw that they were ready they stayed a crossbow shot from the place where the governor was near a brook and after half an hour that they had stood there still there came to the camp six principal indians and said they came to see what people they were and that long ago they had been informed by their forefathers that a white people should subdue them and therefore they would return to their kakake and bid him come presently to obey and serve the governor and after they had presented him with six or seven skins and mantles which they brought they took their leave of him and returned with the other which waited for them by the brookside the kakake never came again nor sent other message and because in the town where the governor lodged there was small store of maize he removed to another half a league from rio grande where they found plenty of maize and he went to see the river and found that near unto it was great store of timber to make barges and good situation of ground to encamp in presently he removed himself thither they made houses and pitched their camp in a plain field a crossbow shot from the river and thither was gathered all the maize of the towns which they had lately passed they began presently to cut and hew down timber and to saw planks for barges the indians came presently down the river they leaped on shore and declared to the governor that they were subjects of a great lord whose name was akizo who was lord of many towns and governed many people on the other side of the river and came to tell him on his behalf that the next day he with all his men would come to see what it would please him to command him the next day with speed the kakake came with two hundred canoes full of indians with their bows and arrows painted and with great plumes of white feathers and many other colors with shields in their hands wherewith they defended the rowers on both sides and the men of war stood from the head to the stern with their bows and arrows in their hands the canoe wherein the kakike was had a tilt over the stern and he sat under the tilt and so were other canoes of the principal indians and from under the tilt where the chief man sat he governed and commanded the other people all joined together and came within a stone's cast of the shore 
from thence the kakike said to the governor which walked along the river's side with others that waited on him that he was come thither to visit to honour and to obey him because he knew he was the greatest and mightiest lord on the earth therefore he would see what he would command him to do the governor yielded him thanks and requested him to come on shore that they might the better communicate together and without any answer to that point he sent him three canoes wherein was great store of fish and loaves made of the substance of prunes like unto bricks after he had received all he thanked him and prayed him again to come on shore and because the kakike's purpose was to see if with dissimulation he might do some hurt when they saw that the governor and his men were in readiness they began to go from the shore and with a great cry the crossbow men which were ready shot at them and slew five or six of them they retired with great order none did leave his oar though the next to him were slain and shielding themselves they went farther off afterward they came many times and landed and when any of us came toward them they fled unto their canoes which were pleasant to behold for they were very great and well made and had their awnings plumes shields and flags and with the multitude of people that were in them they seemed to be a fair army of galleys in thirty days space while the governor remained there they made four barges in three of which he commanded twelve horsemen to enter in each of them four in a morning three hours before day men which he trusted would land in despite of the indians and make sure the passage or die and some footmen being crossbowmen went with them and rowers to set them on the other side and in the other barge he commanded john de guzman to pass with the footmen which was made captain instead of francisco maldonado and because the stream was swift they went a quarter of a league up the river along the bank and crossed over fell down with the stream and landed right over against the camps two stones cast before they came to the land the horsemen went out of the barges on horseback to a sandy plot of very hard and clear ground where all of them landed without any resistance as soon as those that passed first were on land on the other side the barges returned to the place where the governor was and within two hours after sunrising all the people were over the river was almost half a league broad if a man stood still on the other side it could not be discerned whether he were a man or no the river was of great depth and of a strong current the river was always muddy there came down the river continually many trees and timber which the force of the water and stream brought down there was great store of fish in it of sundry sorts and the most of it differing from the fresh-water fish of spain as hereafter shall be shown End of section thirty two